Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to jump into how much volume you should do and just talk about all about what you need to know about volume. So first off, quick update on myself. So I'm currently 11 to 12 weeks into dieting at the moment. I'm 27 pounds down in total, I believe. Uh, so definitely getting there. I believe I've only got a few weeks left uh, unless AJ keeps starving me, which he seems to be doing, but we'll get there. And my strength is holding well for the most part. I've not really dropped a lot of lifts at all, so I'm happy about that. It's been hard to maintain them, uh, especially like the dumbbell pressing movements, things like that. But I'm I'm doing a good job of it, I believe. And as much as like I'm enjoying getting leaner, I'm looking forward to it ending. To be honest, I'm looking forward to just having a bit more food. I hate the feeling of just feeling weak, lack of energy, and everything feeling heavy in the gym. And uh, knowing that I'm gonna go back into like a bulk again in phase, it's a uh, it's like you just want to get done, get over with, because it's not like I've got an end goal at the end of my diet. But uh, regardless, it's got to be done if I want to reach my goals. And jumping into the podcast, so I'm gonna talk about volume, like I said. So volume, for those who don't know, is basically how much sets and reps you do. That's what. I term as volume, people might consider like weight as well having something to do with volume but for this instance and for what I base it on I'm going to be talking about how much sets and reps you do in the gym when I refer to volume. So before I tell you how much volume you should do I'm gonna tell you why not all volume is complete is equal sorry so by equal I mean like uh, doing two sets on one exercise might be different from doing two sets on the other exercise. So there's a ton of things that impact volume which I'll get to but the reason not all volume is created equal is uh, let's say you do a set to absolute failure and then after that you do a set and you're leaving five reps in the tank. They're going to be different in terms of how hard it is to recover from them. They're going to be different in terms of how how much muscle damage it will create and how much soreness you'll get the day after. And as well as that, if you get an exercise, let's say a good example is like a, like a bandy tack squat. So if anyone's not seen me do it, the reason I band a hack squat is so it's hard the full range of motion. So if I do a bandy tack squat or this lift, and the last rep, it's really, really, really hard. And I'm moving so, 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 so slow throughout the whole rep. And I just get through the whole rep. That's going to be different from, let's say, a barbell back squat. Where it's only hard at the bottom, but I can do another like five reps at the top. Because it's easy at the top. Because your joints stack. Are they going to be the same amount of volume? Are they going to be the same amount of difficulty? And the same on your recovery? So that's a good example of why not all volume is equal. Another good example is like a tricep kickback, uh, quite a poor exercise I believe, so that's going to be different because it's only it's only hard when your arm's straight, it's easy when your arm's bent, there's no tension on your tricep, that's going to be different from like a cable tricep extension where the tension is staying on your tricep at all times. So that's a good example of why not all volume is equal. Jumping into how much you should do, there's a theory called the minimal effective volume and the maximal recoverable 
volume theory. And what this basically means is you want to do enough sets and reps in the gym so you can grow, but not too much that you can't recover from it. So, in terms of the minimal effective volume, that's what MEV stands for. And that's just the minimum amount you need to grow. The minimum amount of sets you need to do in the gym per body part to grow. So, in terms of trying to work out how much you need to grow, it is quite hard to just like coin, like I can't tell you to this amount of sets. However, if you if you get absolute no soreness, you get no pump during your session, you don't feel like your muscle's tired, and you feel like you've not trained that muscle hard, then you can probably do more work in the gym. However, if you do your maximum recoverable volume, which means the maximum amount you can do and recover from, this will mean you just recovered in time for the next session to perform well and not be sore. And basically, the opposite applies. You feel like a great pump during your sessions, your muscle feels knackered after it. That's the maximum amount you can do. So you want somewhere in between them. And in order to find out what it is, you kind of need to just push your volume up enough until you just recover, and then that's your sweet spot. Saying that, there's no right or wrong amount you should have. So if you're building muscle, if you are progressing on a weekly basis, if you look visually bigger, then you're progressing, and that's fine. So you don't really need to change it. However, if you've got no amount of soreness or pump or fatigue in your muscle after your session, then it could be a good idea to add in a wee bit more. And uh, in terms of your volume, this is something that will change. So the reason it will change is no, oh, uh, not no one, 99.9% of people's life isn't the exact same on a daily basis, 365 days a year. So let's say one week you do a ton of long hours at work, you get poor sleep, you don't get enough calories in, that's going to affect how much volume you can do in the gym. So it could be, saying that could mean it could be beneficial not doing as much as you can possibly do in the gym because when you get those weeks where you can't do as much, then you'll struggle to recover, you'll be sore going into your next sessions unless you want to like auto-regulate it, which means do less that week where you know you won't recover well and you're sleeping poorer, but it could be an idea just to keep it slightly lower so you know you're going to definitely be fine in time for the next session. And uh, again, there's more things that impact this. So your intensity does. So let's say if you're a beginner, you when you're a beginner, you've not got as much of an ability to train hard, to train to failure. And as a result, you're not going to get the same amount of work from each set. And each set is going to be not as hard to recover from. Because if you do a, a set to failure or a rep or a set five reps from failure, they're going to be different. And as well as that, like if you've not been training before, if you've never trained, usually you when you go in the gym, if you've ever done like any sort of exercise you're not used to, usually you just feel dead after it. You're sore. For like, let's say if you go into the gym for the first time, you've done a ton of work. You didn't ease yourself in. You're probably you've probably been in bits for about five days due to that. So, again, you adapt to the level of volume you do and the exercises you're doing. That's why if you ever do a new exercise, let's say swap one out, you might be sore when you're not used to being sore just because it's a new exercise. So that's going to impact the amount you recover from. 
But if you keep your exercises consistent and you keep everything consistent, it shouldn't be an issue. Next up is your sleep. So again, like I said, if someone's working long hours, you might not sleep as much. So sleep something that will affect it also. So in terms of how to maximize your recovery with your sleep, sleep nine hours. The basics are also making sure your room's nice and cool, not having tons of bright lights on before bed, not eating right before bed. Just wee things like that can help improve your sleep a lot and uh, getting up and going to bed at the same time really. Same with your nutrition, so if you aren't accurate with your nutrition, you're not going to recover as well. So what I mean by this is if you're not having decent amount of protein, if you're not having plenty of servings of protein throughout the day, if you're not having plenty of calories, if you're not eating around your session, that's all going to impact how well you can recover. So it's important to try and make sure they're in a good spot. As well as that, what are your calories now? Are you dieting? Because when you're dieting, you've not got that food source, you've not got that fuel to use to recover. So it's going to impact how fast you recover, how much food you're on. And most of the time, if you are dieting, you can do you you can't recover from as much work in the gym. So you can't basically you basically can't do as much sets and reps in the gym without being sore in the next session, if that makes sense. Uh, and next is activity outside the gym. So if you do a ton of activity, you're really active, you've got an active job, or let's say you just like do something for the one-off, like you do like a hike or something, what you do outside the gym will impact your recovery to an extent. So that's something else to consider as well. No, it's not like that's gonna you're going to have to consider that, it's just something to be aware of when you do activity and let's say you, you perform poorer the day after doing a hike that might be why if you're training legs so uh, yeah so that's about it in terms of what impacts your volume obviously there's other things you can do like uh, some supplements that might help stretching means you can recover faster wee things like that foam rolling but for the most part you don't have to worry about them just focus on the basics like that because for the most part people don't overtrain in the gym they don't do too much they do they under they aren't they they aren't not recovering well because they're doing too much they're just under recovering they're not doing enough outside the gym they're not consistent enough outside the gym to recover effectively so in this scenario i'll try and make sure you're consistent as possible in all those aspects so uh, i think that's about it in terms of how much volume you should do uh, if you've got any questions on it, just give me a shout and I'll be happy to answer them. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it on your story, spread the message and uh, like, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Give me a follow if you're on Spotify and leave me a rating and review if you're on Apple Podcast and that would be greatly appreciated. So hope everyone has a great day and thank you for listening.